Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill, and Battle Plan is an ongoing discussion of how we put our faith into action. Our website is active-faith.org. My email is stevehemphill1 at me.com. In our last episode, we talked about uh, another version of uh, God's power for our daily battles, another one of those. Today, we're going to discuss uh, a strange question. Can a Koran invite nightmares? Job 4, 12 to 14 NCV says, A word was brought to me in secret, and my ears heard a whisper of it. It was during a nightmare when people are in deep sleep. I was trembling with fear. All my bones were shaking. And the voice, it says, in the anxiety of a nightmare. The CSB version says, among unsettling thoughts from visions in the night. From CEV, it says, I was overcome by sleep, but disturbed by dreams. The DRA version says, in the horror of a vision by night. The ERV says, like a bad dream in the night, it ruined my sleep. The God's Word translation says, with disturbing thoughts from visions in the night. The GNT says, like a nightmare, it disturbed my sleep. And the message is very clear. It says, a word came to me in secret, a mere whisper of a word, but I heard it clearly. It came in a scary dream one night after I'd fallen into a deep, deep sleep. Dread stared me in the face and terror. I was scared to death. I shook from head to foot. A spirit glided right in front of me. The hair on my head stood on end. I couldn't tell what it was that appeared there, a blur. And then I heard a muffled voice. I had a friend who uh, lived in a town where a Muslim mosque was being built. And so he felt like one of the things he should do as a leader of his church was to get a Koran and read up on their Bible, read their Bible, read their their playbook, so to speak, and learn how to talk to them. And he thought it would show love and compassion and maybe open conversation. So he began to read the Quran, and it got more and more confusing and more and more bizarre. And finally, it was hard to follow. It was disjointed and discombobulated, however you say it. And he put it aside, laid it on his nightstand. Every once in a while, he'd pick it up again and try to read. But it just was too hard to follow. It was confusing. It was bizarre. And eventually he sort of forgot about it until he started having some nightmares and they started getting more frequent. Finally, one night he woke up at about 3 a.m. and it was a terrible nightmare, like the, like the uh, verses you just heard from Job. And he looked over at the Quran laying on his nightstand. He said, that's it. I have got to get rid of that thing. So even though it's three in the morning and pitch dark outside, he throws on some pants and walks out. There's about a hundred yards behind his house. There's a, a barn and he has a, a burn area, a, a burn barrel. He puts trash in to burn. He lives out in the country and he put the Koran in there and lit it and didn't burn. He thought that was bizarre. So he got some fuel, diesel fuel, and he poured on the, Quran and lit it again. The diesel fuel burned, but the Quran was untouched. He said, that is bizarre. And he opened it up and started soaking the pages with fuel so that it would all burn. Long story short, it took him about three hours to burn it. It was 6 a.m. before 
that book was burned up. And in the smoke in the night, weird colors came from the fire as it did finally burn the Quran. Now, I know that sounds bizarre, but I know there's an unseen world with attachments to idols all through the Bible and other things, which we'll talk more about later, earrings, magic veils, uh, pagan symbols that demons can attach themselves to. We need to be careful what we allow in our house. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest part of your personal battle plan might be to be aware that objects can have demonic attachments, just like idols in scripture, if you, even if you do have them for good reasons. Maybe you could pray like this, Lord, I want everything in my house to bring you glory. So if there is anything here that needs to be removed or destroyed to honor you and protect my family from evil, Lord, show it to me and I will destroy it to honor you in Jesus name. See you next time on Battle Plan, where we're going to discuss and ask the question, can bad marriage demons cling to a house? Don't miss this episode. And let me remind you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.